0: This is the Maritime Cybersecurity Insight, a podcast that gives you insight into the latest maritime cybersecurity trends through the voices of the industry leaders. This program is brought to you by ClassNK.
1: Thanks everyone for joining us today. My name is Captain Naoki Saito. I'm head of the cybersecurity team here at ClassNK. So today we have a Special edition called "Boys from Xi Japan 2022." Xi Japan is showcased and business conferences and networking events are held. And this year, it was finally back as an in-person event since the early days of the pandemic. So, meaning we had a pleasure to welcome international guests coming back in town, including our special guest today, Mr. Rafael Seguiersta. General Director of the Merchant Marine at the Panama Maritime Authority, also known as PMA. In last two episodes of our Maritime Cybersecurity Insight, we have explored how we should take greater advantage of PMA's Cyber Incident Reporting Scheme, a cybersecurity initiative taken by PMA. So today, I will sit with the head of the Merchant Marine of Panamanian Flag to grip. A Get a grip on his latest thinking around the digitalization in the maritime sector from the flag state perspective and its impact on the cybersecurity. So, Rafael san thank you for joining me today and welcome back to
0: Tokyo. Hello, Captain Aito. Thanks a lot for inviting me today. Indeed, it is a pleasure to be in Tokyo after almost two years. Thanks to those joining us as well and following this series of podcasts related to our efforts in cybersecurity.
1: Thank you, rafael So first of all, let's talk about Xi Japan 2022. So this year, Xi Japan decided to focus on the dual themes of zero emission and digitalization. And here we are on the 29th of April, one week passed from the event. Rafael, many conferences took place and you were one of the key presenters as well. What has been your thoughts in general coming out of the event? What was the theme there on the talks on stage or off stage regarding
0: digitalization? Captain, we are in an era of digitalization and decarbonization, definitely. Our business must be adapted. For instance, we as a flag state issued the most of the certificate in electronic format with a QR and electronic signature. Our goal is actually to issue all statutory documents in electronic format by the end of 2022. About decarbonization, we still have to do more. All stakeholders are at the same boat and the name of the boat is the Green Agenda. As you may know, Panama is one of the three carbon-negative countries. Therefore, to us, it is important that our fleet introduce all efforts to perform under the international standard and in line with the IMO Green Agenda. In fact, we are one of the flag states providing incentives to ship owners, so by the moment they introduce any new vessel, fleet renewal age-reducing in terms of the average of the vessel, we somehow subsidize or reduce taxes. Same happened when existing vessels apply to our Ecochip incentive plan. Even more, by the middle of August, most probably, we will publish our new incentive scheme based on vessel performance considering the EEDI, CII, and all requirements related to the Marple Annex 6. As you have seen, Captain, Panama flag is proactive and involved on each of the subjects affecting our activity nowadays.
1: Uh, you know, while we have a much uh, prospect on those innovative you know, technologies and smart ship concepts, at this stage, we are dealing with pilot project and they are not yet offering what is tangible to the industry. As a leader of the biggest flag, What would you say would be a suitable strategic path for the industry's digital transformation? And what do you think
0: will be the role of the flag states? Captain, as you see, the world has not yet recovered from COVID-19. Adding to that, we have the conflict between Ukraine and Russia. Fuel price is scaling fast, as you may agree as well. I don't see sign of balance or calm in our horizon, No, right now. On the other hand, regarding the international framework, standardization of regulations and clear rules, this is something we regulators must keep in our minds as well. As said earlier, with digitalization, for instance, mm-hmm. we are moving paperless, but uh, all countries are not at the same speed. So what may happen in the future, if some local authorities do not recognize electronic documents using electronic signatures Mm -hmm. or QR, and they decide to hold the vessel or stop the operation of the vessel, what we, we should think about it. The industry as a whole, is it needs to have a clear and equitable standard, easy to follow and understandable to every single country.
1: So now let's look at digitalization through cybersecurity. Every aspect of digitalization has important cybersecurity implications. Exhibitions at Sea Japan suggested just to name a few as companies seek more and more digital access to their ships, where it is for optimized shipping or for crew management. They need to determine how to align their teams and the suppliers. So they can design controls such as authentications and accepted communications and create experiences that are both convenient and secure. So also we need to remind that cybersecurity is not something that is associated with today's digital technologies. Any computer-based technologies is vulnerable to cyber incidents if left uncontrolled. So it is a set of the issues that involves any current or future vessel and shipping. So Rafael Sam, what is your view
0: towards current cybersecurity posture of the industry? Captain, thank you very much for that question. As we have been discussing during this session, Panama as a leader has a role to play. Today, the international fleet counts around 100,000 plus vessels about 50% of them are subject to suffer any cyber incident. In our fleet, about 6,000 vessels are in international water trading every day. So you may picture the the importance of this matter. For the maritime industry, the issue of cybersecurity is quite complex. Just a quick review. There are different kinds of vessels which operate in different areas with different integrated computer systems. Among them, many ship carry outdated and incompatible operational systems, which are often the most vulnerable to any incident attack. Crew changes on board, resulting in inexperience or being not familiar enough, or not having the enough knowledge or familiarization with the computer system on board, increasing the chances of cybersecurity incidents related to human error system maintenance on board including navigation and communication system is often outsourced so in the most cases a ship crew is uh, unaware or unfamiliar with the backstage operational ecosystem connectivity between ship shore system this implies constant communication between shipping companies and ships in other words the cybersecurity of the ship also depends on the security of the land infrastructure, so Captain, we have a challenge ahead of, of us, and that's why we have to keep these sessions or this uh, uh, analysis between stakeholders. So we introduce the measures we need to perform better in future. Thank you, Rafa So before we go,
1: please, as a final remarks to our audience,
0: Captain, as is, as a, you know. Stakeholders, nowadays, we have to realize that our business demands compliance, monitoring, follow-up much more than before. Therefore, not sharing information is, uh, is not the best option. As much information we have in our hands, the best it would be at the end. Regulations, procedures, and processes are based on a daily experience. Therefore, we value all the feeds our fleet may provide. Information is confidential for sure. And we don't reveal or we will not reveal the name of the vessel or the company or the person involved. Our intention is data collection and data analysis, nothing further. So I invite all the Panamanian vessels, all the stakeholders to share information with us. And as we said, when we are on board, Captain. Good seas and fair winds to all our seafarers. Thank you very much for the invitation. Thank you very much, Rafael-san. So that was
1: Mr. Rafael sigal General Director of the Merchant Marine at the Panama Maritime Authorities. Thanks so much for joining me and uh, we will talk again soon on another episode from the Class NK.